We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Morning grinders. I got good on that one. That was a good one. That was a good one today. Good morning. Good morning, Grinders. Welcome to the DFS pregame show here on Roto Grinders. I'm Jordan Cooper, a.k.a. Blender Ed. Blender HD, if you want to follow me on Twitter. And it's Friday, May 13th. Oh, my God, it's Friday the 13th. It's the unlucky day. Don't play DFS today. Don't bet on anything. You're going to be unlucky because it's Friday the 13th. Do you believe in superstitions? I don't. I don't care. Didn't even realize it was Friday the 13th until I looked at the, the top corner of my computer screen. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's Friday the 13th. But uh, give me those thumbs ups. Keep the boogeyman away on Friday the 13th. Keep Jason, right? From the from the guy with the hockey mask from the movies. Keep him away. Get away from the cabin. Don't go to a cabin by a lake uh, this, this, this weekend. Because it's Friday the 13th. Give me the thummy thumbs. Devin's in the chat. Regulating the thummy thumbs. Good morning. Give me the subscribe buttons. Give me the notification bells. We got tons of shows coming up later today. Live locks on the Scores and Odds channel. Grinders live for MLB. They'll t- MLB, there's a big slate tonight. They'll talk about MLB for tonight's slate, right? We got pitchers. I don't know who, I, I, two pitchers I never heard of on this slate, right? We don't got lineups in. We got one game got canceled three days ago because of COVID. We don't know what the hell's going on. So I don't want to have to deal with it on casual Friday. It's casual Friday. I just want to be casual, right? And I'll casually say good morning. Real life pitcher, Matt Mears, Pierre Dota, kickstart, Eric Brunick, Max Coach. Good morning. Doug Montgomery was here early asking about uh, the coaching sessions. Because I do, if you're, if, you're, if you're a premium member of Roto-Grinders, 
you could join the Blenders Game Theory channel. And that's where you could pretty much post anything you want. And I and I answer it. Talking about DFS strategy. Very similar to this show. Just a little bit more private private setting. But there, about maybe about three times a month, I do uh, uh, Zoom coaching sessions. Like private coaching, right? It's a little group setting. Like we had like eight or nine people uh, last night. And you could get on with audio and video and... Go through whatever it is that you want to go through. Like yesterday, we had uh, you know we had a guy Josh. He was going through it. He he just he learned R in in three weeks, and he was going through his process of picking lineups and everything for for large field uh, GPPs. We had uh, we had another we had Andrew was going over his MLB process through through his uh, you know lineup builder, and uh, he's he's experimenting in the mini max. So he was we were sharing our screens, going through some stuff, talking anything you want out. So if you want to, if you want to take part in those, you got to sign up for Roto Grinders Premium. Click the link in the description. Get ten dollars off your first month. But uh, a lot of times it's on Thursdays, right? Because Doug Montgomery is asking, when does it rotate away from Thursdays? But obviously, maybe Doug can't make it on Thursday nights. I typically I move them around, but I typically schedule them if I'm going to do them on a weekday night. It's going to be when like there's not a like a, a slate that interferes with. It. Right. Like yesterday, baseball, like there wasn't a 15 game slate. Like it was a very small slate. The slate locked before eight o'clock. Like, like if it was an NBA, a lot of times NBA would only run a four game slate on, on Thursdays. So Thursdays, a lot of times ends up being a good day. Wednesdays is wrestling day for me. So there's then wrestling Wednesday night. I'm watching AEW. So there's no chance I'm doing it then, but sometimes I do Sunday afternoons, but a lot of times it may be on Tuesday. It really comes down to like now with the major league baseball schedule. So the, a lot of times when there's a day slate and a night slate and they split stuff out. So there's not much going on at, at eight o'clock or so seven or eight o'clock that typically that's what I'm scheduling. So that's, that's the only reason. So it's not just, I'm not against you, Doug, like you can't make it on Thursdays, but just so happens works out that way. I don't want to have uh, a, a zoom call while, you know, we're still waiting on three West coast, lineups and and someone you know joey bart gets scratched and kirk casali's in and people have to make swaps or something to get catchers out of their lineups like i just don't want to interfere with that with my own play as well as everyone else's so there you go the, the long-winded explanation of that but if you want to take part in that stuff get get the get the get the get the premium package for for rotogrind you get everything get the combo premium you get all all the sports other than nascar that's a la carte uh because uh mma is tomorrow Right. And you know what I like doing on Fridays, talking about MMA. I don't know why people don't play it. It's only 11 fights late. Uh, so uh, you see a lot of duplication. But that's that's the main thing. Like you'll you'll get if you're a combo premium member, you'll get the, the ground and pound podcast, premium podcast. You get the expert survey. You get you get all the all the MMA stuff as well, including the, you know, projections, which truthfully don't matter as much in MMA uh, and ownership. And our ownership is, is fair. It's fairly good. It's fairly good. Right. But I also, you know, I have my, I have my spreadsheet. Everyone knows my spreadsheet for MMA, right? The spreadsheet that has made me a lot of money in MMA. And uh, yeah, not all the information is in and I haven't updated the odds for today. Uh, but I get, get, just get a glance of the slate. Uh, although we have several fighters that are like, like the 66% and above, like, these, these aren't the most trusted. This is, a, this is an apex slate. It's not the most trustworthy of fight. Like Tyra is making his UFC debut and he's a 71% favorite. So like 
this is not really the type of slate where it's like, I got to jam in as many 9K guys as possible. Well, the odds are close enough that uh, that it, you could you could make a decent amount of constructions. The only thing you have to, you probably, if you're playing large field GPPs, you're going to have to avoid the very popular co- combinations. And it's very, it's very easy to use a tool like Lineup HQ to figure out how many combos there are, right? Because you're allowed on Lineup HQ, you could, in Excel, you could do it exactly, right? But in Lineup HQ, you could build up to 300 lineups. Now, if we set the build rules on just one unique and everything, right? Just to give me whatever it wants, right? We could, we could go through and go, let's say, let's say if you're going to roster Maximoff, Grant, and Kudalaba together, right? Three 40 plus percent on fighters that are 89, 91, and 93. The average remaining salary is 75, 67. And you have three slots left. How many combinations really are there of that, right? Even if you leave money on the table, even if you, whatever, like how many combinations of these three fighters exist? Okay, so just, we have one unique, we could just build it, right? And it's just going to keep on going. Here you go, it already stopped, 19. Can only build 19 combinations of the other three fighters, right? Get rid of these zeros here. The other three fighters. So if there's only 19 combinations, so let's let's make an estimation. The the main GPP on DraftKings is about 31,000 entries. I think it's 31,700 something something like that. 31,000 entries. Even if we say that if we multiply these numbers together. 48%, 44%, and 46.7%. What is around, this is not, you know, some lineups could have one, but not the other or whatever. So it's not, it's not perfect, right? But let's just estimate. So we do 0.48 times 0.44 times 0.467, and we get uh, 0.0986. So about 9.8% of lineups in this contest could have all three, all three of them together. So what's 9.86% of 31,000? 31,000 times point nine point oh nine eight six. Okay, that's about 3,056 lineups. Let's round it down to, to, to 3,000. 3,000 lineups out of 31,000 will have these three fighters, what, more or less. We'll have all these three exact fighters in based on our ownership percentages. But there's only 19 combinations, assuming you're not stacking anyone, stacking a fight, which typically you're not doing. Uh, There's only 19 combinations. Okay? So the average amount, if we just say that there's 3,000 lineups, about 3,050 divided by 19, the average lineup is going to be duplicated 160 times. Okay, is this a lineup that you want to play, right? If it's going to be duped 160 times, no, right? Assuming this ownership is correct, obviously. Even if you even if you downplay it and go, well, based on core, based on you know, some will have this and some will have that. Maybe maybe you get it down to 2,000 lineups, right? But that's still an average duplication of a little over 100. Should you be playing these lineups in large field GPPs? No. Now, are these lineups more likely to be the first place lineup than other lineups? Yes, by, 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 a, by a little bit. 
But is it worth it to have it duped 100 plus times? Of course, you're, it's unprofitable, right? We don't even have to, you don't barely have to do the math at that point. There, there are lineups that are duped five to 10 times, right? On a slate that may still be profitable, even duped five to 10 times. Once you get up to the hundreds, you're, you're done, right? Typically, once you get up to the 20s and 30s, you're done also, right? You're duping and splitting too much on an 11-game slate. So even this, even these lineups, like these lineups, and we leave money on the table, even if we leave money on the table, that's still the lowest you could leave is 49-4, right? So you're playing playing Candelero and Asimento and Blachowicz, right? Obviously, you're not playing the opponents of, of the, these three fighters, right? So even leaving money on the table doesn't save. There's only 19 combinations of these fighters, of the, the rest of the lineup, right? You could do the same thing by, let's say, let's say, uh, because of the price up here, well, this is also playing without the main event fighter, right? Rakic and uh, Blahovich. Now, if you if you change one of these three fighters and put it on Rakic, now he's obviously a little bit cheaper. So let's say you take that. The lowest we could do is putting Rakic here. So you take the highest price Maximov and you move him there. Now, obviously, you can't play all of them together. Well, I guess you can. You can play all of them together and you have to stack some. Yeah, no, you can't even do that. No, you'd have to, there's only one combination, Smolka and Petrovsky, right? And you're actually playing guys against one another, right? So technically you can't have all four of these guys if you're double stacking two fights, which is obviously stupid to do, okay? So we take off Maximov. So the cheapest you could get here is Rakic, Grand Kudalaba. They're all owned at about 40, 40 mid-40s. So that still applies. That's still, we're still talking around 3,000 lineups. Okay. So how many combinations of this are there? Okay. It's going to be more than 19 because we have a little bit more salary to, to play around with. So let's use lineup HQ as a tool to figure out how many combinations there are. Right. More than 19, obviously. 98. Right. That's the max it could build. So 98. Of these, Rackets, Grant, and Kudalaba together, okay? So if there's th three th about 3,000 lineups, right? And there's about 98 combinations, the average duplication of that would be 30. It's about around 30. That's still a lot. That's still a lot. 30? Imagine splitting $100,000 up top plus all the other spots. So maybe 180,000, maybe 200,000 divided by 30, right? That's about six grand or so, right? Which is, if you're playing one lineup, okay, or right, not that bad, but it's still, if we play this a million times, you're probably going to lose money in the long run, playing a lineup that's stupid 30 times in a contest of that, of that size, okay? Now, in comparison to playing a unique lineup that you could win $100,000 sold, or a lineup that's duped, you know, twice, $70,000 sold, $70,000 split, you know? Or, or a... Under five, if you if you if you're splitting it five ways, right, hundred maybe one hundred and seventy thousand divided by five, you're still talking about thirty four thousand dollars. It's like okay, those th those can be profitable. So really, your aim is like under five dupes, especially on a slate where there's there's only eleven there's only eleven fights on it. So you're looking at the combinations, right? This is also helpful for showdown if you're playing showdown NBA or showdown NFL. These are the same types of things that you could do. You could look at this and look at the ownership and go, okay, well, let me go down to the lower end. It's like, who, who's the, the chalk combination on the, the underdog side? Well, Blahovich, right, and Camacho. 
Okay. So a lot of people are going to be playing Camacho and Blahovich, and then at least one of these 40% owned guys. Maybe they're playing two, right? So who's the cheapest, right? They're not going to play Rakic because it's it, you're going against Blahovich. So Kudalaba and Davy Grant, right? The cheapest out of the bunch, right? Average remaining salary is 8,300. Okay. So how many combinations of this? Okay. Now we've got four fighters in here. Okay. So let's, let's do, let's do that math now for the four fighters. 0.44 times 0.467 times 0.303 times 0.333. Okay. So that combination of four fighters based on our ownership should encompass about 2.07% of all lineups. So let's, there's about 31,000 lineups times 0.0207, right? That's 641 lineups, six, around there, 641, 642, something like that, okay? So how many combinations of the last two fighters, even if you leave salary, totally salary on the table, right, are there? Well, it's not 300, I can tell you that. So I'm, I'm perfectly fine with running this, right? 55, right? There's 55 combinations. Even if you leave, right? Even if you leave 2,500 on the table, right? You're playing Petrosky and Candelario. Now this lineup is more likely to be unique in comparison to other lineups, right? So 55, 642 divided by 55 is an average duplication of 11.6. A little bit better, much better. Okay, so there are combinations that you could have these four fighters in and get under, like what well, it's an average duplication of like 11. Most likely this lineup at 47.5 this lineup may be, may be unique. Maybe it's duped two or three times, right? But the ones towards the top, the ones that the highest, the using all the salary, like this one with Patrick and Hadley, like this one maybe may end up being duped 26 times, right? So it's an average duplication of 11, right? It doesn't mean all of them are 11, right? The ones that spend most of their salary or all of the salary are Arojos, even though these are a little bit less owned fighters, female fighters, this may be duped eight times or something, right? Only because these four fighters or some combination, because you could do the same thing. This combination, instead of Grant, you put Maximov there, right? So th this has 55 different combinations. Now, if I move Kudalaba to Maximov, now there's less, there's 80, average remaining salary is 8,100. So there should be less than 55 lineups as a combination. There's $200 less to spend. It'll knock out some. So 42, there you go. 42 combinations of that, right? And probably about the same amount, like 600 or so, 650 or so of those types of lineups divided by 42 is an average duplication of 15.4, whatever, right? So obviously the ones towards the top in salary are more likely to be like this with Span and 49.9, 49.9. Nine, 49 like, yeah, the average duplication of around, you know, whatever, 11, what was it, 15? Like, these ones could be 21, and the ones at the bottom, you know, 48-3 lineup with Span and Candelera, this may be only duped two or three times, right? So you're looking for combinations, especially if you're playing large field, con large field contests, that aren't, that you're not going to run into as many duplicates. And it's very easy to see. It's like you look at the ownership and go, well, if people are going to play, let's see, can, how many ways can you play these three together? Well, 19 or whatever the hell it was, 
How many can you play these together? How many can you play those together? And you could, I mean, this is, you could manually do this. This is not, this is not complicated. This is not stuff where you have to create all the possible lineups in Excel and start running stuff. You could literally use a tool like lineup HQ and just run it. Yeah, it takes a little bit longer, right? Than, than programming something yourself, right? But if you don't know how to do that, you're going to go, well, how many combinations based on this ownership will there be of uh, like, uh, if you don't play, if you play main event racket, right? And you play Kudalaba, but you don't play anyone over 9K. And you're playing some someone more like uh, Manuel Torres, right? Against Camacho, it would be like kind of kind of leveragey. I mean, I think the Torres Camacho fight is going to be one of the more owned fights. So let's say you do this, and let's say you knock out and you don't even play the nine. The how many how many lineups do not contain Maximov, Grant, and Tyron in it? Okay, out of these. Okay, well, let's let let's run it. So I'm going to run these with this combination, which is still a chalky combination: Rakic, Kudalaba, and Torres. We go. How many combinations are there of lineups with these three in it? So I'm going to run. Going to slow down a little bit, maybe. Okay, there we go. Picks up. It should be a decent amount. This is going to run for a little bit. I'm assuming it's not over 300. Actually, maybe it could be over 300. Okay, 204. Close. It was getting close. Okay, so 204 of this combination. Okay, so this combination, if we, I mean, it's going to be about the same, right? We do 0. 0.483 times 0. 0.467. We're just multiplying the ownership. 0. 0.383 is about 8.6% of lines. Okay, 8.6% of 31,000. 0.816 is about 2,500 lines like this, right? And there's 204 combinations. About 2,000 lineups and 204 combinations. Average duplication of 9.8. Okay. Even though these three are fine, but remember, the average means that there's going to be some that are much more duplicated than others. And that's going to be primarily based on salary. So that the top 50K lineups made that, this may be do 22 times, while other lineups at the bottom end of the spectrum. Right, let's let's go by oh yeah, 47 six lineup like this with Petrosky, Smolka, and Hill. This this may be a unique lineup, right? Even though the average duplication is 9.8 or whatever the hell it is. Okay. But now we wanted to figure out okay, there's 204 combinations of these of lineups that contain these three fighters in it that do, obviously don't stack fights. Okay. But we have ones that don't play any of the 9K fighters. Okay, so we're gonna get rid of those. Right, so here's six lineups with Maximov in it, right? These are the Maximov combinations. There's only so many of them because once you play 9,300, 9, what fighters can you fit in the rest of your line? It's hard to fit any, right? And you can't put Podrosky there because he's facing Maximov. Okay, so six contain Maximov, right? So we're going to get rid of these. 
that contain Maximal. Then we got uh, Tyra. Get rid of these. And then we get rid of the Davy Grant. Also, no, Hadley's 8,800. So he's not a 9K fighter. So we get rid of Grant. One hundred and seventy-three. So, out of the two hundred and four lineups that uh, that use these three fighters in it, one hundred and seventy-three out of the two hundred and four don't contain a nine K fighter in it, right? And those nine K fighters mean that you're going to be spending most of your salary. So those those lineups are may not be that they're going to be duped too much as it is. So now we're just trying to find the lineups with these three in it that are duped the least. Right, or at least do lower than they want. So you go by salary, right? You go by ownership sum, right? So, like for instance, this type of lineup with Hill, Patrick, and Chikujian, Chikajian, three low-owned fighters, right? Under twenty percent on this slate are considered low-owned. Okay, it's a, it's only there's only twenty-two fighters. So this type of lineup, even though it spends fifty thousand salary is going to be more unique than this lineup over here, for instance, right? A 15%, a 19%, a 17% versus a 16%, 26%, and a 17%. Like this, this lineup can be do, maybe duplicated twice as much as that one because of that one, that one fighter, because you're already playing, you know, three pretty high-owned fighters, two very high-owned and one high-owned based on these. So you're looking over here. It's like, okay, here's a here's a Petrosky at nine and a Hadley at seventeen, even though you got Michael Johnson in there as well. This this may be duplicated as about as much as that, but this one is actually higher than these other two. That's because that's a byproduct of product ownership, right? You'd rather have barbell. You'd rather have high owned and then a bunch of one percent owned guys, than like the sum be the same 20, 20, 20, 20 across the board. So you're just looking at these lines. These lineups may still be duplicated. Are they under fives? I don't know. But you're more likely to when spending most of your salary. So let's let's try to get underneath. Let's try to find, we go by salary. And we're going to start eliminating lineups that are 47, 49, 7 and above. Right? So we're going to get rid of these. So how many of the 204 lineups leave money on the table i mean plenty of them do but i'm just like how many of them of the 174 everyone's keeping track 173 lineups we went with okay here's 49.7 we're getting rid of the 49.7s here's a 49.6 so 143 out of the 173 out of the 204 right because 204 is with everyone Right. And the Maximov lineups, all the lineups with the 9K guys, that only makes up like at 30 of the 204 lineups. Right. The ones that spend 49.7 and above make up another 30 or so lineups. So out of the 204 that you could make with these three uh, fighters in, as a combo, you still have 143 lineups that are 49.6 and below. And the way that people play when they want to spend a lot, they unnaturally want to spend a lot of their salary. 
if I tell you that like like 70% of the lineups you can make with these three combinations actually don't spend most of their salary, even though more people that play these lineups are going to try to spend most of their salary, you're going to find more lineups in this range, right? You take a look at this lineup, Candelario Hill Hadley, leaving 400 on the table. Maybe you go down even further. Let's see how many lineups that you get rid of the 49-6 lineups. Even. Right, because the further we go down in salary, the more likely that we run into less duplicated lineups. So we're going to keep on going with these 49.6s. Okay, down, down, now we're down to 49.5. So 49.6 and above, right? We're still, we, we still have over half the combinations. Remember, we start with 204. Over half the combinations leave at least 500 on the table. With, with these, and these are, we're not talking about a, a three-man combination over here of like three. These are three high-owned fighters, right? So maybe you look at this because a lot of people would say, oh, I'm going to group these guys out. I'm just going to say, don't play a lineup with these three together. It's like, no, you could, you could find unique lineups even with those guys in there on a, an 11-fight card. So don't automatically go, oh, I don't want to play one guy that's 40% that's down. Yeah. You can, you'll find unique lineups, but you, you'll have to play like 70% Caitlin Chukagey. You'll have to play 50% uh, of your lineups with Angela Hill in it. I mean, you have to play the, the worst projected fighters with the lowest ceilings on the entire slate in order to do that because they're the lowest owned. They may not even be low owned enough. They actually may be over owned. So look, 132 lineups. Let, let's keep on going. Let's say we, we go even less than 49.5. So let's get rid of the 49.5 lineups even. A lot of people in an optimizer may put that as the minimum. So let's get rid of let's get rid of the 49.5 lineups for the people that even put. Okay, there. Now we're at 49.4. Like we didn't get rid of that many lineups. Still 125 out of the 204 that we started with are 49.4 and below. Okay. Let me let now let's go down to, to 49,000. Anything under 49,000. Now we're going to start getting rid of a bunch of lineups. Okay, so we're at 49.4. I'm not showing you this as a process. I'm not showing you like which lineups to pick or whatever. I'm just showing you just proof, just mathematical proof where people are like, well, I, I'm, I, I'm, I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave 700 on the table. I don't want to leave 1,000 on the table. And I'm showing you why you should be. Why you shouldn't be discounting those lineups. Should you be leaving it in all your lineups? No, not necessarily. But you could take a, a chalky combination and still find tons of less duplicated lineups. I'm not going to say unique, but at least less duplicated lineups. All right, so we're going to go down and get rid of these. Get rid of the 49. We're going to get rid of anything uh, 49 or above. Right, just to show you. Okay, okay. I already got rid of I accidentally got rid of one. So 82. 82 out of the 204 lineups that have that you could combinations that you can make are 48 9 and below, right? And on this slate, it's like okay, Candelario, Nascimento, Michael Johnson, Torres, Rakic, Kudalov. Why can't this lineup win? I mean, look, you have favorite, 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 favorite. Nascimento is not that big of a not big, you know, these aren't there's not many big dogs, right? Candelario is still a 33% chance to win. Nascimento's 35% chance to win. I mean, that's this it's not it's not that these aren't humongous underdogs, right? They're underdogs, but they're not humongous. So you look at this lineup and go, well, why can't this be the nuts? Right? Why can't it be? I see no reason. 
right? You look at this and you go, okay, well, I look at I have double digit ownership. Yeah, but you're also le uh, leaving 1100 on the table and most people are not doing that. So 81, 82, because I accidentally deleted one, 82 out of 204. So what's that? 82 divided by 204 is uh, 40%, about a little, about 40.1, right? 40%. So even with this chalky combo, 40% of the lineups possible that you can make with that combo leave at least 1,100 on the table. And people, and people, and with that, people think like, oh, I got to spend all the salary. Oh, I got, oh, I can't, I can't play these types of lineups, right? Why not? Replace, replace, we, we could do this, right? You replace it and you go, okay, instead of Kudalaba, right? You're, you're, instead of Torres or Kudalaba, you're playing Tyra. Like it's only $100 difference and you're just replacing now Span's going to show up in a bunch of lineups. You're probably going to find 200 combinations of this. You know how many of the 200 combinations of this leave at least 1,000 on the table? Like 40% of them. And they're, they look fine, right? You're not, you're not playing 7 million, you know, underdogs, right? You're not, you're not doing that, right? Let's say you, you take out, even if you take out Torres, like the combination that we had before with, with Tyra, with uh, Grant and Kudalaba and Rakic, 77-67. So let's build that common. Grant, Kudalaba, Rakic, right? The cheapest way we could get, because we don't have Maximoff, we can't play Maximoff in this lineup uh, without stacking a fight. Okay, so we're just going to run these. We, we did this before, so I'm going to run this. There's not going to be many combinations of this. Okay, 98. Okay, I remember from before. So 98 combinations of like what's the main event favorite plus the two, you know, high ITD favorites that are 40 plus percent owned. Okay, 98 lineups. So let's do the same thing that we did before. Stone chalk. We're playing a stone chalk construction. The top projected lineup is Nascimento, Camacho, and Araya. Like this lineup will be duplicated a million times. This will be a ton. Don't play this lineup in large field GPP, right? So now we're going to go by salary. I'm going to start getting rid of the lineups. Okay, so remember, we have 98 total lineups with these three fighters, the other combinations, there's 98 combinations, okay? And remember, this is going to be duplicated on average of, well, I don't know, uh, let, let's do that again. 0. 0.483 times 0. 0.44 times 0. 0.467. That's 9.9% of all lineups. 31,000 lineups times 0. 0.099. That's 30, a little over three, yeah, it's still 3,100, 33,060. We're always in that same range when we're getting three of these types of fighters, right? So there's 98 lineups out of 3,000. Average duplication of 30. Now, most people would go, well, then I shouldn't be playing all three together completely, right? That's kind of what we did before. It's like, oh, why stray away from this? Now, in general, by default, if you didn't, weren't going to go through any type of trimming dupe process, I would, I would agree with that. I said, by default, if you didn't want to go through a trimming process, just don't play these three together. Create a group, uh, no more than two of these three or whatever, whatever you want to do. And you won't even have to deal with it, right? You're going to avoid those dupes anyway. But let's show how 
there may not that some of these lineups, the average duplication is 30, right? But it doesn't mean all the lineups are 30. Some are going to be 60, some way maybe two, right? So let's go by salary. We start getting rid of this. So 98 lineups total. Let's get rid of anything that's uh 49.5 and above, right? Well, let's have 49.7 and above, right? So we're going to get rid of all this. Just to show how many lineups are available to you. All right, 48, 49.8. Here's the 49.7s. Get rid of 49.6. Let's just get rid of everything 49.5 or above. Leaving 500 on the table. Okay, 39. So 39 out of 98 is what? This is about 40%. So there's 40% of the lineups you can make even with these combos that, that are 49.4 and below. But it's still 39. I mean, these lineups may not, if the average duplication is 30, these lineups may only be duplicated six to eight times, maybe, maybe, five, maybe, something like that, right? So you could find there's 39 lineups available to you that may be under 10. Maybe. Now, the ones that spend like 50,000 or close to it are probably going to be more like over 30, over 20, over 30, over 40. But let's go down even further. Let's get rid of the 49.4 lineups. Let's go. Let's keep on going down and get rid of the lineups that spend 49.1, 49,000. So if you leave 1,000 on the table, there's still 16 lineups available to you. Even with the chalkiest combination there's going to be on the slate. These lineups may, may only be duplicated. Three, maybe under five, maybe under five. You go under 49,000, that's the 16 line. I mean, especially if you're building 150 lineups, I mean, there's tons of lineups available to you. Let's go, even if you leave, okay, 48.9. So there's still 12 lineups. Right, take a look at this lineup. It's Grand Kudalaba Rockets. Okay, they all smash. Rebus, you know, has four takedowns, uh, destroys Chukagian. She's not able to keep it on her feet, and Rebus has a huge score. Nascimento upsets Hadley. Candelario knocks out Tyra, who says that this can't happen, right? 48-9. This lineup, this line, this may be unique, or maybe probably two or three deeps. Why can't this happen, right? Petrovsky, you know, Maximov takes him down, and Petrovsky beats the crap out of him. That could happen in this fight. I mean, like these lineups are fine. You just have, you have to be willing to leave, right? Even the one that 48-2, right? When you're playing the three lowest underdogs that you can't play when you're you can't play Smolka because you already have Grant in your lineup. Like this is this is perfect. Why can't you do this? You're playing a the chalkiest combination of three fighters on the entire slate, right? Or maybe, maybe Maximov is a little bit gonna be more on than Grant. One of, one of, and you could still find a unique lineup, right? It's just that out of the 98 lineups, like 80% of them are not, are, are lineups that you probably should not be playing, are going to be duped too much. But there are going to be lineups available to you. This is one of the main reasons why uh, I talk about, like, don't, don't pigeonhole yourself necessarily into groups. Groups are more of a blunt tool. If you want to just say, I don't want to play any of these combos, so I avoid the 80% of lineups in this set that, that are, that are going to be duped too much, then that's fine. 
you may have a hard time finding lineups because you're going to do that, 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 that. And next thing you know, next thing you know, you're going to have uh, 8 million Chikajian Hill lineups, which may be fine. Hey, that's total leverage there, right? The two lowest rejected, uh, the, the lowest ceiling fighters on the slate. You Sure, you can make those lineups. It's perfectly fine. <sighs> Eight game says, if I drop a super chat, do you get the money straight? No, I, no, I don't know. I don't, I don't know where the, do it, it, I don't even know if Super Chats are even available on this YouTube channel, but no, no, I don't get them. <laughs> don't do it. You don't need to. You don't need to do a Super Chat. Subscribe to Roto Grinders Premium. If you want to, if you wanted to say thank you or whatever, or a lot of the stuff that I talk about on this show, the Theory of Daily Fantasy Sports. It's a 15-hour audio DFS masterclass you can pick up at theoryofdfs.com. So you can say thank you that way by buying that you want if you want it to go directly to me i'll just give you my paypal address i'm i'm not right i don't think we have super chat set i don't even think you could do a super chat on 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 this channel oh let's see grant brown says the odds that all three of the 40 percent owned fighters win is 35 percent of the time all of them win well i don't even care about them winning right really winning doesn't matter to me i want scores right you tell, you tell me that David Grant puts up wins and puts up 60 fantasy points? I don't care that he won. He's a bust at 9,100. That's why I, I don't care about the win probability. I care more about, if anything, inside the distance or round one probabilities. Right? Round one, in fact, what's the chances of uh, all of the, the, the Kudalabin and above uh, winning in the first round? Or at least two of them in the first round. Like, that. that would be a better indicator of a, a big score, right? Even though Maximoff could obviously have a good to go to three round decision and end up with, you know, 15 takedowns or something. I think people are, I, I have a feeling, I have a sneaky, this is obviously, this is a, this is a, a fight breakdown. I have a, I have a suspicion that people are going to overestimate the Maximoff Petrovsky fight, right? I think people are too confident in that fight. Because a lot of times what you would see, this is someone just, I'm just talking out of my ass here. Uh, Petrovsky's a wrestler. Maximov is a, is a, is a uh, jujitsu, uh, jujitsu, jujitsu, BJJ. Maximov's goal is to take, is to take you down and submit you. Petrovsky has no submissions, right? Petrovsky's goal is to take you down and, and, and ground and pound, right? But typically when two wrestlers, I mean, Maximov is really not a wrestler. Maximov, Maximov is a, a, a mid-range mid grappler with great BJJ skills. And Petrovsky has no ground game other than take you down and beat you up, right? So Petrovsky could get into trouble. If he's going to take Maximov down, he's going to be susceptible to a submission even, even if he's on top. Maximov, on the other hand, has to get the wrestler down, right? This may end up being a fight that, that you see all the time. Two... Two guys that prefer the game on the ground, but they're scared of each other's ground game. So the game, so the fight ends up being a stand, they just end up in standing up and punching most of the time, right? That could happen. Right? People go, oh, there are two guys that let love takedowns. So I gotta, gotta play one of them. May not happen that way, right? So I think it's a much higher variance fight than people are, are, are thinking. But I mean, there are like the Kudalaba. Uh, fight is high variance because Kudalaba, like after you know, after five minutes, maybe dead, 
right? Kudalaba versus Span. But if that makes it to the third round, they may be they may be just they may be hang, hanging out by the side of the cage and just getting their breath, right? I don't think either of them have gas tanks. But that's what I'm. But that's what I'm looking at when I'm when I'm doing MMA. I'm looking at you know what fighters are over owned, what fighters are under owned, and then trying to make combos that are not duplicated or not duplicated as much. I'm typically fine with under fives, right? And especially on, on, a, on an 11 fight slate, a small, this would be considered a smaller slate. Not unreasonably small, but small. Like, I don't want to run into lineups that are duped 80 times. I don't want to run, no. You're, you're not going to be profitable enough in the long run doing that. You want to play lineups that are more unique. And I don't think any lineup on this slate is that crazy. I think even if you play the six underdogs, the six, you play Blahovich as your highest price fighter, right? Even if you do that, Blahovich, Nascimento, Span, Candelaro, Smolka, Petrosky, I don't think that is that absurd of a lineup. It, it's, it's a bit absurd, right? The likelihood of that coming in is, is and that be, being the optimal is very, very low. But I don't think it's that nuts, right? On the 15 fight on the pay per view card, uh, Last week, yeah, I would say that would be nuts, right? That the the six highest price, the six highest scoring fighters would be the six biggest underdogs, like on a fifteen fight card. Now you only have eleven fights, and no one is that dramatically, dramatically. I mean, even the inside the distance lines on like Nascimento and Span are like what twenty two percent, twenty two percent. Smoke is eighteen percent. I mean, it's not out of the question here. I mean, we were so we were seeing ITD lines of nine hundreds and you know twelve hundreds for the past two or three cards, and guys that have a you know a 80, 88, 97, Romanov ninety eight percent chance of winning, like we it's not one of those cards. Uh, AO eight game says I won hundred k on Fanduel two days ago. My rants have helped me think right. Oh, good. congratulations! I would have preferred to win that, but if you're if you're if you're <laughs> If you're gonna win it and you're gonna give me you're gonna give me some money, you might as well go to theoryofdfs.com and uh, buy the buy the the masterclass. Even though maybe it may, do you need it? it? It's a good reference guide, right? You already won hundred k, so win multiple more hundred k's as long as you're not in my contest. But obviously, if it was two days ago, I don't I don't think I was playing on FanDuel on that slate. Depends if it was basketball, I wasn't at all. Right, my all my whole thing is right. I can't wish people luck if I'm gonna play in contests with them. Right, I have, to, I have to wish you bad luck. But if you're not in my contest, I want you to win all the money. I want whoever's watching this show to win all the money. Win all the monies. And you can win all the monies. You can by subscribing to Roto Grinders Premium. Click on the link in the description. Get $10 off your first month. You get everything other than NASCAR. So you get everything. You get lineup HQ. You get all the projections. You get all the content. You you want the MMA stuff. We have a pre- we have premium content. For, for all the sports. You get the showdown playoff NBA stuff. You get the, the baseball every, you get baseball every day until who knows, the end of September, right? You're going to get football. You're going to get preseason football. You're going to get, you know, the L and the esports is going on, whatever the hell is going on. Golf, everything golf, right? We got tons of golf content, everything you want. So go do that. If, if, if you, if, if, if you want that, the, that money doesn't go to me. This money goes to me. Theory daily fantasy sports money. That goes to me. The thumbs ups, they go to everyone. The thumbs ups are, I'm happy with the thumbs ups regardless. 
So feel free to hit that thumbs up button on your way out the door. Uh, uh, if, if you, a lot of people like the MMA stuff on Friday. So that's why I continue, continue to do it. Uh, and, and especially Friday slates for MLB, they're typically large. Got to wait on lineups. And we got tons of content, right? Cheeses, me, me, amusings for premium members. We got Grinders Live. We got Crunch Time later today on this channel. Hit the notification button to know when we go live. And, uh, and I'll be back. I'll be back on Monday, right? As I always am here, right? I'm always here, most part. I'll, I'll be on vacation for a week uh, coming later this month, but I'm mostly always here, mostly always here. Answering your DFS strategy questions on the, on the DFS pregame show on rotogrinders.com.